Janine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Janine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. And happy Sunday, everyone, on this beautiful Sunday, September 26, 2021. I hope everyone's having a good day so far. It's a great morning here in New York City. Uh, the sun is shining. The sky is blue. And as always, we are armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on Talk Radio 77 WABC and all listening to our stream on WABCRadio.com and on the 77 WABC mobile app. I also, uh, I also want to make sure that I hear from you. You know I love that. In just a little bit, we're going to be taking your calls right here on the Friends of the Court hotline. You know the number. It's 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Make sure you give us a call and share your thoughts. And later on in the show, I'll reveal the results of our question of the week this week. But there is so much that happened this week in America, uh, what's going on uh, under that bridge in Texas, uh, what is the significance to you and to America, the Gabby Petito case, uh, crime, domestic violence, and of course, uh, you know, there's always AOC if we have time to talk about with her crocodile make-believe tears when she had to vote on uh, an issue relating to the Iron Dome of our partners uh, in Israel, uh, the uh, Iron Dome obviously being the defense system. But we're going to get to all those topics, and I'll break it all down for you here on the Sunday Morning Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Plus, later on in the show, I'll gavel out with my closing arguments, and I'll reveal a new question of the week that you don't want to miss. Uh, and I always love hearing and seeing your participation uh, on our weekly polls and, and topics that matter to justice here in America. It's all coming up in just a few moments on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. But first, it's time for my opening statement. It is a na- national emergency. It is out of control immigration in the United States. This week, the Biden administration told us that thousands of Haitians camped under that bridge in Del Rio, Texas, faced immediate expulsion to Haiti. But the Associated Press says those same illegal Haitians in Del Rio were being released into the interior of the United States on a, quote, very, very large scale, close quote, not flown home as Biden promised. So who to believe? The liar in chief or the Associated Press? Or how about at this point, having dealt with this guy for nine months now, uh, trusting your gut on what the truth is? You know, uh, yesterday, Homeland Security Secretary, or actually it was uh, Friday, he he talked about uh, uh, clearing everything up. And he said, The reason there's such a mess at the system is because the prior administration left a mess for us and the system is broken. Well, that's baloney. The system is not broken. The system is running properly if you enforce the law. They have decided, the Biden administration, 
not to go through Congress, not to take an issue to the court, but simply by their actions to cancel and repeal the immigration laws in the United States. It's that simple. And they have decided that they will blame Donald Trump for the mess when you and I both know that it was Donald Trump who fought to build that wall. It was Donald Trump who got the money to build a wall. And it was Donald Trump who had the remain in Mexico policy. And it was Donald Trump under whom we had very, very low and controlled uh, immigration at that southern border. But the, the interesting thing about the presser on Friday with Mayorkas was for the first time he said there were 30,000 Haitians under that Del Rio Bridge. All week we had heard there were 15,000 Haitians. Uh, but now it's 30,000. And by the way, folks, there's only one reason we even know about this particular sector, the Del Rio Bridge in Texas. It's because a Fox News drone captured footage of the disaster that was building under the bridge that uh, that Biden's FAA immediately tried to stop. They stopped those drones from flying, and then we were allowed, because they had no basis to stop it, we were allowed to continue. Real transparency, huh? It kind of reminds me of what they did with those kids in those rooms that were like, it was 600% over what it should have been, where you had kids in those glass rooms under those tinfoil blankets. And then they said, we'll let you see it when we're ready. And then when they were ready, they showed an empty room with blankets. The kids were in the next room, folks. It's a shell game. It really is nothing more than smoke and mirrors. And ain't it amazing? that they were able to actually clear 30,000, that's Mayorkas' number, under the bridge in, uh, in, in, in a matter of days. So, honest Alejandro Mayorkas, not to be confused with a real honest Abe, said that 12,400 Haitians, now stay with me, that, that they're being processed in centers in the United States. He didn't break it down. He didn't say where they were, uh, uh, where they were being so-called processed, if they were even being detained, whether they were even being given a court notice to appear, or whether they were told, welcome to America, enjoy. All right? Nobody told us where the other, if it's 30,000, where the other 17,600 were. All we know is that 12,400, according to Homeland Security uh, Secretary, were sent into the United States. Where? I'll tell you, folks. They've been flown to New York and Delaware, Florida, Westchester County, my own county in New York is receiving flights. They are being bused to areas in Texas and around the South. This is a problem, not only because it is illegal immigration. And let me say this, get this off the table. We are all immigrants. We are all sons and daughters of immigrants. Okay. And the Haitian people are a very good people. But are they really Haitians? Who are these people? There was an article that they found all of these passports on the other side of the river. It's been reported with the pictures of these people who were from Venezuela and Chile and other countries. All right. That was reported. They left their identification on the other side of the border. But what we know 
in addition to the fact that they're not bringing any information or evidence of who they are with them, is that our own intel agency, the CIA, has serious concerns of diseases beyond COVID. They assess the degree of risk to us by Haitians as, quote, very high. This is the intel CIA, ranging from hepatitis, A and B, to typhoid fever, dengue, malaria, and then covid and you want to know what Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, I got to tell you guys, this guy's a moron. He is a moron. He's an arrogant moron on top of it. I want you to listen to his responses to whether any of the Haitians are being tested for any disease. And that should quell any concern you may have. Let's go to the uh, first uh, cut sheet. We do not uh, test. We did not test that population of individuals. Uh, we do not know. I do not know. I should say, if I may be perfectly accurate. Don't you love it? They don't even test them. You and I can't go to work in some companies without a uh, vaccine, without being tested, and we are letting people from poor countries who have the lowest health care in the world come into America without testing them. And here's the problem. If we're not testing, then we're not treating. And if we're not treating, but instead moving Haitians into the interior of the United States, then what is this administration doing, folks? This administration is simply spreading infections throughout the country, through schools, restaurants, apartments, grocery stores, coffee shops, all modes of transportation. But they don't care. They are locking us down and letting them in. They are forcing us to vaccinate and not even telling them to vaccinate. In fact, I got one better for you. This ought to really bring a rise out of you if you haven't had enough coffee. They are saying that the illegals have a right to refuse a vaccine. But I, there's no need to worry, according to that clueless leftist administration let's take a listen to jen saki cut sheet number four if somebody walks into the country right across the river does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card if they have symptoms they are the intention is for them to be quarantined that is our process they're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. You know, that's why they cross thousands of miles with their kids and dump passports, identification, and everything else. This is America. This is the land of of the free and the home of the brave, allegedly. And they want to partake of the cornucopia that is America. We will give them education, medication, housing, health care. And, and and they will have the ability to live, and we will provide for them. And who's paying, folks? You're paying for it. I'm paying for it. And, you know, what's amazing is when Jen Psaki says, you know, if they have symptoms, we already know from Mayorkas that they don't test them. And if they test them, if they did, the law says that illegals have the right to refuse vaccination guys this is la la land this is creating a borderless country and mayorkas also said two days before friday 
He said he doesn't know how many illegals have been released into the interior since he's been the Secretary of Homeland Security. Um, but he says, uh, uh, yeah, that's cut sheet number two. I want you to hear him say it. How many people have been returned? How many people are being detained? How many people have been dispersed to all points around America? Uh, Senator, I would be pleased to provide you with that data. I want them now. Why don't you have that information now? Uh, Senator, I do not have that data. Why not? Why don't you have that basic information? Senator, I want to be accurate. Sorry, sorry. He says, Senator, I want to be accurate. So he shows up in front of his Senate hearing. Senator Ron Johnson has had it, and he doesn't have any information. He wants to be accurate. He doesn't have any. What does that mean? The administration one day says 15,000 Haitians, the next day is 30,000 Haitians, the next day 12,500 have been uh, released into the interior, and You know, I won't even break down whether it's young men, whether it's women, whether it's young girls who've been trafficked, whether the cartels are waiting for them. Some of these NGOs who are receiving these uh, individuals are then orchestrating them and sending them to certain areas. Look, the cartels are sometimes very open and sometimes they're not. But let me tell you something. People are making money. And if you know anything about the Bidens, oh, money is nirvana for them. I don't know how any of them have not been indicted, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Hunter Biden, the crack addict, thrown out of the military. He's got millions and millions between Russia and Ukraine and China and uh, and the latest reveal. It's just it's crazy. But what we've got here is is an administration that is looking to destroy the laws of America. They are not interested. And, you know, this is, for all of us, a problem. Because if your children are going to school, and I, and believe me, it's, it's not a problem if it's legal immigration. They come here. They have to provide for themselves. They have to show that they have a means to, of, of, uh, of, of supporting themselves. Their children have to be vaccinated when they go to school. But I'll tell you what, where ground zero is, folks. It's in the education system. And that's where I'm going next week. The education system, the kids are simply brought in. And that is where we're going to find all kinds of problems. Forget about CRT and all of that nonsense that they're selling our kids. This is where there's going to be the spread of diseases because, you know, they're just being brought in. And God bless and God help this country because it is the breakdown of a nation where uh, we even have people criticizing Border Patrol and a president who's looking to punish them. And that's my opening statement here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. And up here next on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, I want to talk about those guys on horseback, those cowboys, as good old Maxine Waters calls them, plus your chance to vote your thoughts. We open up on the Friends of the Court hotline coming up right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. This year, 
The foundation is bringing 200 mortgage-free homes to Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and to our nation's most catastrophically injured veterans and first responders. Frank Siller connected where America was attacked on foot. From the Pentagon to Shanksville to downtown Manhattan, where he retraced his brother's footsteps on 9-11. And thanks to your support, Towers of Light returned to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials again this year. For the first time, our country recognized the people we lost to 9-11-related illnesses through the foundation ceremony. And another first is planned for Veterans Day. Those lost in the war on terror are having their names read aloud. Honor our vow to never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tipping the scales when all else fails. The Judge Janine Tunnel the Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. Buying gold and silver shouldn't be complicated. That's why I trust Universal Coin and Bullion. The company's president, Michael Jens, was selected as the dealer of the year, and he is recognized as America's gold expert. Mike guarantees you will receive quality, authentic gold, silver, and rare coins when you buy from Universal Coin and Bullion. They even have a no-question 30-day buyback policy. Look. The current administration is attacking your financial future. They're amassing huge debt, devaluing the dollar, and driving up inflation. So invest in gold and silver today from the company that cares about your financial health. Call Universal Coin and Bullion at 1-800-UCB-GOLD. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Or check out the quality gold and silver products on their website at universalcoin.com slash Judge Pirro. Their professional staff will help you find the best way to protect yourself and your investments in these crazy financial times. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD or universalcoin.com slash Judge Pirro. All right. Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. A special shout out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on WABCradio.com. It's streaming worldwide. And for those with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying, Alexa, enable the 77 WABC skill. Okay. Let's get to the Friends of the Court hotline. Make sure you call us at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. And thanks for calling in to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. And join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on their mission to do good. 20 years after 9-11, donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right. Um, I want to uh, I want to go into the issue of the horses on the border and uh, the president saying that the, uh, the the Border Patrol on horses at that Del Rio sector uh, are going to pay. For what they did. Now, the investigation has just begun. I love it when they say we're going to sentence these people before we even know what the facts are. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, those guys on horses, the Border Patrol, had every reason to be there. Their job is to protect the international border. That is the southern border of the United States. These guys didn't go rogue. 
Their department gave them horses with split reins, with long split reins, which are used to control a horse, especially when the terrain is uneven and especially for crowd control. Now, I ask you a question. Have you ever watched a football game? Have you ever seen a, a, a horse on the field of a football game? It's for crowd control, folks. It's what they do. And now they take these heroic guys on the border, the uh, 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 Border Patrol police. They put them on desk duty. They take them off the horses. They gave them. They told them to protect the border. And now the president of the United States, Clueless Joe, says that he's going to, that they're going to pay. But I want you to listen to that ditz Maxine Congresswoman, Maxine Waters. It's cut five. I'm pissed. I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. This has got nothing to do with slavery, and I don't know what she witnessed, but all I witnessed, and all you have to do is watch that, are Border Patrol not hitting not hitting people, not hitting Haitians, simply trying to do their job. And by the way, the Border Patrol this year has doubled the number of COVID infections than they did last year. What a shock. Is our government protecting them? No, they're they're forcing them to diaper up their babies, to take their kids while the Haitians Come in, 30,000 under that sector, which, as you recall, I told you, if it weren't for that Fox drone, we would never have known that. This is happening under the uh, under dark of night, in the quiet of the night. This is a plan. This is a plan to make the United States a global landing spot where there is no sovereignty, where there are no laws, where the Biden administration is simply canceling immigration laws, where that guy, clueless Joe Biden, is not fulfilling his obligation to protect the Constitution and to fulfill his duties under the Constitution. It's an, it's an absolute outrage. Anyway, um, up next on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, we're going to be speaking with the vice president of the retired detectives of the police department in New York City, now private investigator and 27-year veteran of the NYPD, retired detective Kevin Schroeder. And we're going to ask you our question of the week and tell you how to participate when we come back. But first, I want to go to some of the phone calls. Joe from the Bronx, talk to me about the border crisis. I guess we don't have Joe from the Bronx. All right. Uh, Elaine from Wayne, New Jersey. Yes, Are you there? Welcome to yes. WAB. Yes. I, I, well, I just want to say about Biden, the reason why he's mandating these vaccines is because he received a lot of money from the uh, – they contribute to pharmaceutical and he t- that's payback because they mm. – they contributed to his campaign. Well, Elaine, that's a great that's a great point. And you know what? Well, people have to consider the Bidens. Every time you look at something, you have to say to yourself, how is Joe or Hunter or that whole family profiting from what they're doing? And that makes that makes sense to me, Elaine. It's something worth looking into because big pharma is big money and there's a lot of control there. Uh, and let's go to Terry from Bayside. Terry, welcome to WABC. All right, Your Honor, and um, 
You're talking single-digit IQ with Maxine Vaughted torture. And, of course, they're gonna, uh, of course you're going to go after the Border Patrol guys because they're the ones who are trying to do their job down there. The hard left are vicious. They're vindictive. They have uh, very big memories. They go after everybody, even the innocent. Oh, yeah. These guys are innocent. They want to just bring them up and t- punish them and let anybody know in the future. If you do anything about illegal immigrants, you're going to get it the same treatment, too. And when they say, when people, folks, I know this phrase, when they say uh, immigration... Uh, illegal thing is broken and stuff that's just a code word for them saying that they really support illegal immigration exactly illegal immigration also comes through uh people overstaying their visas this is never brought up by half a million folks come in every year with expired visas they don't leave the country and of course um the problem also um legal immigration we have to absorb the legal people in the country ready we've mm-hmm. had timeouts before this country was really built by pioneers and tr- and tradesmen from uh from europe you know it was carved out of the wilderness but the thing is we've had timeouts on legal immigration it's time for a timeout for how long well, we'll see because the bottom well, line is immigration has built up the hard left and i'm going to tell folks something this illegal immigration issue we would not be talking about this today if pap buchanan would have become president well, yeah, but that's a problem, Terry. You know, we've got to now focus on the on the elections. Uh, anything in 2021, I don't care if it's school board, dog catcher, DA, city council, town council, town board, judge, whatever it is, you better know who you're voting for. And you are absolutely right, Terry. I agree with everything that you say. There's no question. You know, the system is broken is really a translation for, you know, welcome to America. It's all hands. Everybody's in. And unfortunately, what we're dealing with today uh, is a country that we're not going to recognize. Our founding fathers uh, would not recognize this country. And that is a sad commentary on the United States of America. When we are letting people in, imagine if we didn't know what was going on in that Del Rio sector. And by the way, folks, there is information, intelligence that we have that there are another 30,000 who are gathering at a place called the Darien Gap, which is near Panama. And they're on their way here as well. They will surge the border. They will be bussed and flown into the United States. I had someone who reported to me that there were Haitians on airplanes. They were sitting in the exit seats. And when the flight attendant came over and asked them if they were ready to assist, they didn't they couldn't even understand them. And who's paying for this? You're paying for this. When's the last time you had a flight across the country? I mean, I, I don't I don't like saying this because my career has been about helping the underdog, helping the victim, making sure that there was equal justice, making sure that people who violated the law were were punished and that the innocent were protected. But this is beyond the pale. And what we're doing right now is we are not we we by remaining silent. You know, it's the old use it or lose it. It's the First Amendment. You don't let them scare you. You don't let them tell you to keep your mouth shut. You don't let them call you a racist, a xenophobe, an Islamophobe. Don't let them do it because that's how they win. That's how they shut you up. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. It's the perfect time for a verdict, and you heard it. Here, this is the Judge Janine Tunnel the to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Tunnel to Towers, during this 20th anniversary year of 9-11, help America to never forget. 
Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right. We've got a guest today. His name is retired detective Kevin Schroeder. Uh, and he has spent nearly three decades on the, on the police force, vice president of the retired detectives of the police department of New York and private investigator. Uh, please welcome and joining, uh, uh join me in welcoming to the show, retired detective Kevin Schroeder. Hello, detective. How are you today? Hello, Judge. Thank you. Good morning. Hey, it's great to have you on. God bless you. NYPD is the greatest police department in the world. Period. End of the story. We don't need to discuss it. All right. I made a statement last night on my show, Justice with Judge Janine, and I said, this week a former seasoned law enforcement officer said domestic violence laws are not created for people going through your town or your country on a trip in a van. They are made for people that live or reside in the city or county. That was the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. Now, let me give you my credentials in domestic violence. I created the first domestic violence unit in the country. In 1978, it was a Department of Justice pilot program. And I fought for victims and tried all kinds of domestic violence cases and fought to change the laws. Domestic violence laws are created to protect all domestic violence victims. And whether you're passing through and get beat up, or, you know, you live there, doesn't matter. Do you agree with me? Yes, I do. Wow, that was easy. I'm going to go one more thing, and then you and I are going to talk. The Utah Code, and we're talking about the Gabby Petito case, everybody. Gabby Petito, 22 years old. Her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, shows up on September 1 without her in her van to his parents, who I think should be charged with obstruction, perjury, aiding and abetting, accessory, whatever they got. Because I'm telling you right now what the parents did. They bought a camper, took him camping while she was missing, and then threw a bone to the police and said he went to uh, camping in that uh, uh, swampy area. I don't believe it. But the Utah Code said that when Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie, uh, if there's a domestic violence call, The police are there to protect the victim and enforce the law. If the police officer believes there will be continued violence against the alleged victim, the officer shall arrest. That means you must arrest and take the perp into custody. Now, that's called mandatory arrest. Talk to me about your experience in these cases with uh, whether or not you have to arrest. Well, my, my experience with the New York City Police Department for 28 years, when I was a rookie police officer in 1985, and we would respond to a domestic violence situation, a 911 call, we would basically, at that time, separate the husband and wife and interview and get all the facts. And then nine out of ten times back then, we'd, you know, give the husband a ride to his mother's house to stay for a night or two, and then they would yep. be back a couple of days later, and everything would be fine. Oh, or maybe two weeks later, we'd be back and do the same thing all over again. Okay, right. and then I and then I believe you remember the Judge Duckman case as well, sure um, do. which which may have changed things. And then moving forward, procedures changed with the NYPD. Most cases were a must arrest, not all, but most. Right. Uh, if there was any visual injury, or if the mm-hmm. complainant said they wanted them arrested, then there was an arrest made. Mm-hmm. As well as back in you know, domestic violence cases are very da- one of the most dangerous. Uh, you know, um, calls a police officer to respond to back in up in the Bronx back in 1996. I believe it was uh, police officer Vincent Denise uh, Cadiz 
was killed responding to a domestic violence yep. where it, everything just escalated with the husband and wife and he wound up falling on a piece of glass and and dying from those injuries. Right. Um, now, so you know, very, very dangerous cases. Detective sorry. Kevin Schroeder, formerly uh, retired NYPD. I mean, what you just said was you did an analysis of how far we've come. In 85, uh, it's cute, you said you were a rookie, and, and uh, I was trying those cases in, in 85 and, and helping to write the laws in the legislature on this stuff. It was basically, you're right, a Sergeant uh, a Detective Schroeder. I mean, you separate them. You tell her to go to her mother's, you tell him to do this, and then, you know, the, the they're at it again. But the problem is not so much that they're at it again, that he beats the living hell out of her after you leave, that she may end up dead. And I had too many of these cases. And you and I both know, detective, and you please feel free to tell me I'm wrong. But there are certain things that you look for uh, in these in these in these scenarios. What I see as important is the police are trained to look for the victim. She's crying. She's taking responsibility. She's afraid to speak up. And of course, the guy is cool, calm, collected. Yeah, she's a little crazy, you know. Uh, but in the Gabby Petito case, he had her phone. He and he was uh, the police knew that he had taken her phone, that he was driving the van, that he kept trying to keep her out of the van. And a, a witness, when a, a witness calls 911 and says there's a guy slapping a woman around or hitting her in the head, then, you know, you know you got a problem there and you must arrest. Yes, yes, true. Again, I, I wasn't in that situation, but my past experience, if that was in New York and I was the officer, yes, there would have been arrest made. Well, and you know what? I'll tell you uh, uh Detective Schroeder, it's it's about police training. But do you ever get tired of people saying, well, we need to retrain? That's nonsense. You're a cop. You got it in your gut or you don't. You look you guys are trained to analyze people, to read people. Mr. Cool wants you to believe he's under control. He would never hit this. She's a crazy broad, whatever. I mean, you you see through the words, don't you? Oh, Oh, sure. And sure. And also many cases where we did make an arrest at the scene, you're arresting a husband. And then, of course, the, the wife would attack you because now she doesn't want him arrested. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he's being arrested and uh, everything will be up to the courts to go from there. One of the things that I started, uh, Detective Schroeder, was people would say, you know, she will not go forward with the charges. I and my staff would say, look, you're not you're not filing charges against him. It's the people of the state of New York versus John Doe or Brian Laundry. It's not you, Gabby. It's the people of the state of New York. And I'm going to tell you, detective, I prosecuted a case. My office did where the victim in an attempted murder case testified for the abuser. She wanted to go back to him and everything was okay. He tried to kill her. He left her for dead on a rooftop. Okay? Guess what? We got a conviction. She testified. I think he hammered her with a hammer on a rooftop, left her for dead. She comes, I love him, and this and that. That's like a syndrome. You know, this guy's too dangerous. And so we convicted him of attempted murder. How do you like them apples? Juries can see through this nonsense. Yes, good job, because most times, again, 9 out of 10, sometimes the the, uh, the victim will not proceed and uh, for prosecution. They'll decline to prosecute. So. Right, right. And that's what I say. You got nothing to do with this. And go forward without him. Because he moves, a batterer moves from one woman to another woman. The children in that home learn that violence is legitimate. The girls learn maybe five. 
better wife. You know, maybe maybe my boyfriend won't hit me. You know, and Gabby Petito uh, and and this Brian Laundry. I mean, he's a manipulative guy. For him to come home on September one. And she's not reported missing until September 11th. And then he, he leaves again. I mean, are you surprised that the Northport Police Department didn't even have their eyeballs on him? Well, I mean, again, not to speak on their behalf, but I know in New York that would not happen. We, You know, it would have been a follow-up right away. There's just too many unanswered questions, too much time in between. So it would not have I would like to believe that would not have happened here in New York. Again, not being a Monday morning quarterback on their behalf. You know what? I I respect you, Detective uh, Kevin Schroeder. You know, I respect, you know, the fact that you don't, that there are certain things people are not comfortable with saying. But as far as I'm concerned, you're with the best police department in the world. NYPD was on this stuff way back, and I was lecturing way back then uh, when you were a rookie. So... (laughs) Uh, but anyway, I just want to I want to thank you for coming on. But I also want to make note and mention that you are president uh, of Black Tie Protection Services. You're a private investigator. Uh, you've got great instincts, uh, retired detective, of police department of the city of New York, best police department ever. Thank you so much, Detective Kevin Schroeder, for sharing uh, for sharing your thoughts with us this morning on the Judge Jenny Pirro. Thank you, Judge. You do great work, and God bless you, and God bless America. Oh, uh, ditto. Thank you. All right. Your phone calls are coming up right here next on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Call into the Friends of the Court hotline right now, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Now, and the results we've been waiting to reveal, we're talking about a question of the week. It's coming up next right here on the one and only WABC. Is dominating the headlines right now. It's the perfect time for a verdict, and you heard it here. This is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. All right, welcome back to the Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Uh, all right, you know what time it is? Uh, it's time to reveal our question of the week. Last week, we posed this question. Do you believe in vaccinating poorer countries before giving booster shots to wealthier nations? The question was posed after President Biden decided to buy a significant amount of COVID-19 vaccines to distribute to less wealthy nations across the globe. President Joe Biden announced Wednesday that the United States is doubling its purchase of Pfizer's COVID-19 shots to share with the world to one billion doses as he embraces the goal of vaccinating 70 percent of the global population within the next year. That's pretty amazing. He can barely vaccinate us and he's worried about the rest of the world. It makes you wonder about that phone call I got uh, earlier in the show. Uh, and I'm not sure who it was from. It may have been Elaine who talked about, yeah, it was Elaine from Wayne, New Jersey. Biden makes these vaccine mandates as payback for campaign donations, but who knows? Anyway, so here are the results. 55% of you said no, and 45% of you said yes. 
So the opinion on vaccinating poorer nations, more poor nations, before giving boosters to U.S. citizens is nearly split right down the middle. Okay, so apparently, and I'm not sure, I'm wondering if maybe people didn't read this right, because the the question I thought was vaccinating poorer nations before giving boosters to U.S. citizens. Uh, whereas initially I thought it said to boosters to wealthier nations. Um, that may be why it's so close. I could be wrong there. It may be a little semantics in the question. But anyway, uh, for this week's upcoming question of the week, uh, do you believe that there is uh, something wrong uh, or with the Border Patrol agents using horses to block migrants from crossing the border. Do you believe that there is anything wrong with Border Patrol agents using horses to block migrants? Uh, they're not migrants. They're, they're illegal immigrants from crossing the alleged border. Now, that's a good question. Uh, or should we do Gabby Petito? Do you think that law enforcement mishandled the Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry case prior to uh, finding her body? Uh, you know what? I'd like to do number two. Let's do, do you think, here's a question of the week. Do you think that law enforcement in Northport mishandled the situation involving Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry prior to Gabby's disappearance? Make sure you chime in into the conversation and vote. All you have to do is log on to our website at wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. Now, get a pencil. That's wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. I'm going to be reading the results of the question of the week next Sunday live right here on 77 WABC. Now, I want to go to uh, some of your calls. I got Joe from Monroe who wants to talk about Gabby Petito. Joe, welcome to WABC. Okay, I guess we don't have Joe or uh, I don't know. How about uh, Tony from Morris County? Are you there? Yes, I'm here, Judge. Hi, Tony. Talk to me. Yeah, Judge, uh, my question is why can't we hold the administration's feet to the flyer on the Remain in Mexico decision from SCOTUS. If we can't have any faith in a decision from the Supreme Court, how can we really trust the rule of law in this country anymore? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, the, the, the truth is that there is no rule of law. And that was a point of my open, that what they are doing by ignoring the law, flouting the law, and then canceling it, They're basically saying there is no law and the Supreme Court can issue a decision. But the enforcement of that decision is left to law enforcement or whatever agency uh, is responsible for controlling whatever the issue is that the Supreme Court has decided. We are in a mess. This is a constitutional crisis and people throw that word around all the time. The truth is no one is protecting American citizens. No one is saying, look, we've got to make sure that they remain in Mexico. And by the way, I I purposely didn't do this, but now here's my closing statement. I am fed up with people coming into this country that we don't know anything about. And the truth is, you know, if there were Americans 
coming into the into let's say my town uh, or my house, your house, the America is our house. Don't you want to know who they are? Who among them is a pedophile? Who among them is a robber? Who among them is a batterer? Thinks it's okay to beat his wife? Who among them is a drunk? Who thinks it's okay to drive drunk? And then, you know, if they kill someone, well, you know, I didn't know. Uh, and they have no insurance. And you end up, even if they don't kill someone, you end up with an insurance problem. I mean, who among them thinks that uh, it's okay to sell you drugs? Who among them is sent to the United States by the cartel? Who among them has a wristlet that indicates the color of which cartel they're going to be working for? Who among them is bringing those pills in with fentanyl that's killing people? Do you ever read the, the, ever read the magazine? Magazines and newspapers go online. People are dying left and right of drug overdoses. It's not because they're overdosing. They well, they are ultimately. They're not they're not drug addicts in the sense that, you know, they have to get they have to get something or else they're gonna go into some kind of a uh, addiction frenzy. These are people who are buying pills illegally of say oxycontin, right? But the oxycontin is pressed with fentanyl. It's coming from China. China is killing us. One out of four of those pills is pressed with fentanyl. So if someone ends up buying or getting a fentanyl, it's got the same imprint as if it were made, uh, uh, I should say Oxycontin, the same imprint as if it were made in the United States. They don't know there's fentanyl pressed into it. China is trying to kill us in terms of the virus, hiding the virus, the World Health Organization, and now with the drug trafficking. And the cartels are bringing them through, and there is an artery in the United States where you can get any kind of drug you want delivered to your home. And there, there's no enforcement. 90% of the heroin in this country is coming from the southern border, folks. You know, if we don't even want to, we don't want to check the young girls who've been a, a, a molested or a part of child trafficking. It's real. I've been to the border three times. I've been to the border. I talk to people living on the border. They hate Biden. They hate what's going on. Their ranches are being destroyed. They're afraid to go outside. This is crazy. This is not America. These people on the left are destroying America and they're doing it every day and they're flouting it right in front of us, in front of our faces. And it's time for America to speak up. If you don't use your voice, you will lose it. And you cannot let them shut you down as a racist, a xenophobe. I want to know who these people are. And in my tirade, I didn't even mention terrorists. I mentioned drug addicts, batterers, thieves, cartel traffickers. Uh, now what we've got, another 30,000 coming in. You and I don't know anything about all the other sectors. And God bless, you know, Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. He's just taking metal, taking all the police cars he can get, just blocking the Texas border. People are showing up in grocery stores. They're not vaccinated. You know, they're coughing. They're sick. They're in restaurants. The United States gives them money. Go ahead. Go right in. Help yourself. This is not the America that the founding fathers intended. We need, as one of the callers said earlier in the show, we need to put a limit on immigration. We need to make sure they remain in Mexico. But Biden doesn't care. And cackling Kamala Harris, the woman is an embarrassment. They're all embarrassments. I mean, the, 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 the world is laughing at the United States now. 
Joe Biden, right? This guy is so concerned about, uh, uh, you know, the United States and, you know, we got to let all the children in. We got to take care of them. He drones seven children two weeks ago, three weeks ago, not even that long ago. And uh, he lied to the American public and he said to us, oh, we took out low level terrorists. You lying fool. They were children. They were civilians. And you knew it. The CIA on the ground told you that. They lie, folks. They lie over and over again. They're lying to you. All right. I can't believe we're out of time already. Make sure you join us right back here next Sunday at 11 a.m. sharp for the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Up next, it's Dick Morris, where you can listen to great political commentary. The guy's a genius. I love him. His brain is worth saving, believe me. He's going to talk about the issues you care about. Happy Sunday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.